0: Welcome to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we believe a website with a clear message never confuses, it beats the competition, and it grows your business. I'm your host, Sam Moss. Happy President's Day, everyone. If you own your own business today, Probably isn't going to be special because most likely you're still working. Either way, I hope you get a little time to relax and invest in yourself. Um, Today on the podcast, I have a local gym owner named Jeremy Pierfoy. Now, Jeremy's gym, Journey333, is located in Corning, New York. And is really just absolutely been exploding. And for those of you that have been listening to the podcast for a while now, you might remember an episode I recorded with Travis and Cindy Barnes from Journey Fitness as well. Now, Jeremy actually bought into their franchise and is now running his own gym, which I think is super cool. Um, We all know it is important to be investing in ourselves. Uh, whether that's learning, taking a much needed break, or just rewarding yourself for working hard. Um, And if you never invest in yourself, it will be tough to grow as a business owner. And you might be finding that uh, yourself just getting burnt out. Now, what about your team? They should be invested into as well. And that's exactly what Jeremy shares with us today on the podcast. So let's go ahead and jump right in. And this is my talk with Jeremy Pierfoy about investing in your team. Jeremy, thank you so much for joining me on Small Business Made Simple. Man, it, it is an honor to have you here and before you uh, go ahead and start. Uh for those of you who have been listening, we've had uh Travis and Cindy Barnes on the podcast before and they actually own the Journey Fitness franchise and they talked about, uh-huh. you know, customer service and really standing out um to your gym members and customers and Jeremy is actually a part of that franchise in Corning. So Jeremy, welcome to the show and uh, it is really cool to have you on.
1: It's great to be here. Thank you, Sam, for asking me and uh and thank thank you, Jason, for uh recommending me to be the be on the show. I mean, it's definitely um a blessing, my first podcast that I'm doing, so it's very cool.
0: That is so cool. Yes, Jason Monkey, for those of you who don't remember, was on the podcast as well and he uh dropped Jeremy's name and said you need to talk to this guy. So Jeremy, can you share um some of your background and you know, go on for a couple minutes about what kind of got you started in uh, fitness coaching and mm-hmm. eventually owning your own business?
1: Right, right. So, um, you know, growing up, you know, I've always was into sports, athletics. You know, I was a heavier kid growing up and you know, I always wanted to be a coach for people that I didn't have the coach for myself, so I knew I, I wanted always be able to push someone to their different, like to their max limits, you know. Um, kind of don't feel like I had that going up, so a lot of stuff I I did, I've I've learned on my own, you know. In going through high school, um, played basketball, played football, and then I was going to go to into, into college and play football into college, and I had surgery on my shoulder uh, right after my right after my senior year of high school, and I kind of put hold on college football. So mm-hmm. I stayed at home uh, in Elmira. My dad actually drove me to my high school to take night classes because I couldn't drive for six months. And within that time frame I put on a lot of weight. Uh, depressed, stressed out. Um all my friends were away at school and I was still going to school at my previous high school for college classes. So it wasn't like the best start to my college career and I kind of went mm-hmm. down the wrong track. Um Going on, like, I, so my, the next year I went to Alfred State, played a year of football there, Juco style. Um, and I always had coaches like, you should be a defensive tackle. You're not like a linebacker, blah, blah, blah. And I never realized how, like, heavy I was, like, or how big I was. I mean, I did a lot of lifting. I got back into shape, like, working out wise, strong, but I never realized, like, I wasn't doing it the right way. So one day, um, I was in Brockport when I went to Brockport. I, t- I sat on a scale and I never t- I never touched a scale in my life, you know, just cause I never felt like I had to. Um, mm-hmm. and I just did it just for the heck of it. And I stepped on and I was 270 pounds in my mind. I'm wow. thinking I'm like 230, you would have asked me, I'm like, I'm, I'm at <laughs> 230, my heaviest. Right. So I saw that 270 yeah. and I'm like, oh, no, this can't, this can't happen. Um, especially knowing where <laughs> I wanted to go and being a fitness professional, I wanted people to say, yeah. I want to look like you, like not why you're coaching me type of deal. Like, so I want people to say, Hey, I want to look like this guy. So that's why I want to get information from him. Um, and I knew at 270, that wasn't, that wasn't going to happen. Um, so that kind of was like a light bulb moment, an aha moment. Like I have to make a change if I want to inspire people to do better and be better and live healthier that I have to make a change in myself. So after I graduated Brockport, I was 24 years old. Um, I, I started focused on my portion control and eating well, up my workouts, started, um, you know, adding more cardio, uh, staying real consistent with that. <clears throat> Sorry. At that time, I was at the glove house, working at the glove house, and I lost mm-hmm. um about 50 pounds in six months, really, really quick, um, easy, but it was all the right ways. But then I got stuck at 220. When I was at the glove house, I knew that wasn't like the job. I wanted, I still knew I wanted to get into fitness and it, I even brought like a fitness program to the program I was working Now I was working at the evening support program and I brought like a weight room in there. So like when the kids want to let off some steam, I'll go in there and do like a, um, some working out stuff, like some exercising with them, whether mm-hmm. we do basketball or whatever, just wanted to create it. Like find having them have an outlet that was more positive to let the stress out than, you know, yelling at their parents or yelling at us or Feeling frustrated with us, let, let it out on some weights in the weight room. So I would take them in there, and that's you know how I kind of started doing stuff with with um the glove house with fitness. Um, my now fiance's um m- a stepmother uh works worked out at this gym, and she reached out to me while I was at the glove house, and she was like, "Man, I work out this this small gym in admire Heights. It's called Journey Fitness. You should check it out. I feel like it'll be your style." And I was like, "Well." Yeah. <clears throat> I'll give it a shot. I'll look at into it. So I emailed Travis, and he emailed me back and was like, "Well, at this point, we don't need you. We're pretty small. We just hired on somebody, but I'll keep you in mind in the future." This is probably about November of 2013, and then mm-hmm. um, in 2014 around April. So I just had Jocelyn. So I so, uh, rewind. Um, so I got a job back. So I got a job at Grand Central Fitness in January. So that was like of of two thousand fourteen. So that was like my first fitness job. And I had a client lined up to um start training. Um like when she got back out of vacation, but when it come around in February, the club burnt down, if you don't know about that, it caught on fire and uh came more plaza. Mm-hmm. So like now I'm like, man, is this really something that is this my calling? Is this something I should be doing? Because I feel like everywhere I'm trying to go to start this fitness career, like it's not working in this small town. So, Mm -hmm. in April, so in March, I had my my daughter. In April, I got a message from Travis. He was like, hey, if you're still looking into getting an internship, we'd love to work with you. So, I was like, yeah, most definitely, let's do this up. So, we interviewed with him, loved me, sat in there. He was like, basically, he was hiring me on at that time so they can go to conference in June. So, he needs someone to fill in. Um, That's what his goal was, is to have me as a fill-in so they can go to conference in June and have people have someone there for their members, right? Because mm-hmm. they were all going to be gone. So they had to have somebody there, a body there. So they are they are able yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, to train me up, train me up so I can be the, so I can hold the fork down while they're away at conference. So I was doing 340, 345 AM at Journey. And then I was going to my job at the glove house, coming home, working. So I was doing this for like you know, a good, a good, um, a good month and a half. And then mm-hmm. when I got on, you know, I, I just kind of like, you know, came with fire like i knew i wanted to do this and then instead of me covering for them they actually took me to that conference in june so um it wow. kind of flipped the script um but in the meantime so you know i I was growing and i told him like, what my passion was like i always said i want to open my own fitness center that was my main goal in life my long-term goal is to have my own fitness location um so and you know i got hired on in uh April was my internship, May I got hired on as a full-time employee, and then January 2015, so what, eight months after being hired on, I opened the doors in Corning, and I was a director, I was a director of that location. So we had a few people that followed me to that location that were members in the Heights that lived in Corning, I worked for Corning Incorporated, so it was more convenient for them to go there, but we only started with like 21 people, so really, I mean, I had zero members, but 20 people probably came over with me. Um, yeah. to that location. And we thought we were going to boom. We're like, oh man, like I, I was fully staffed. I had a office manager. I had an extra coach. We thought we were going to bust up the seams and we didn't. Um, it actually took us like to that July to actually really get a flow of people to come in. You know, we was losing money for a while there. And then I ran my first, um, Corning Incorporated challenge, fitness challenge, community challenge. Mm-hmm. We had 81 people join it in July and we converted over 60. We, we converted over 64 members there. So that kind wow. of was like our, our going from there. So through all this process of being, you know, the director of the second location. And then I know Travis and Sydney's uh, long time vision, long-term vision was to have the franchise and open several journeys around, you know, the nation, the world, whatever, mm-hmm. wherever there could be a journey fitness, you want to plant one. And, um and I knew for, for me, for my growth, professionally and the growth of my team under me um to help them grow professionally I had to take another step and I knew I couldn't just be the director anymore I had to figure out a way to first of all make more money for myself so I can provide for my family and make more money and see the the uh, revenue that's coming in so I can provide more for the team so they can see that there is a bigger picture and they're not going to be stuck at that Mm -hmm. same point for the rest of their life because that's at some point, you're gonna lose people if they don't see that themselves that they're they're able to grow within their company. So I knew um it was about that time. So we're actually coming up next week. Uh, we'll be five years at our location, and then in March. That is
0: so cool. Yes, and, and, and well, congratulations. Thank you. That's congratulations on that, man. That's thank an you. awesome uh feat, and it sounds like you guys are obviously doing a great job. Yeah. And I want to switch gears and talk about um you know, investing in your team. And that's something that you guys are doing well, uh, at your location in Corning at journey fitness. And I want to really jump in and ask you some questions, you know, Uh like, um, you know, how can we doing, be doing this as a business and how have you learned? So can you start by just saying, you know, how does this help you grow your business? I mean, you guys have grown over the five years that you've been there. Um, how have you seen impacting or investing in your team? How have you seen that impact your business?
1: Oh, they're more dialed in, right? So they if they see that they're able to go places, if we're taking them to conferences, like to California, places some, you know, some of the coaches I took to California this past summer for a conference, never been there before, you know, and that was like the highlight of their life. You know, we went to a baseball game mm-hmm. and had some fun, but they know they can't do that, or I can't do that for them if they're not, um, you know, bringing them. They're not invested in us. So as much I want to yeah. invest in them, they have to invest in me and help grow the business. So that that leaves that, that gives them that fire, right? So whether it's like to get new members in the doors, uh, sell some supplements, sell some apparel, um, you know, people are afraid about selling, but obviously if we're not selling, we're not growing, we're going to be failing. And, mm-hmm. and if we're not growing, if we're not making that money, then we can't invest in you the way we want to. So I think that's the, the biggest thing is just give them like that, that vision of like, Hey man, like this year we got some conferences lineup that we want to go to, you know, you pick the conference you want to go to, but this is what you got to do to get to those conferences. So it's not like I'm just putting the money out there and spending money on them yeah. and we're not getting that. Yeah, money. exactly. Like-
0: I'll be right back with the rest of my conversation with Jeremy in just a minute. And the main thing that we do here at One Click Agency is we design websites for business owners like yourself. We have found that many business owners have a website that looks cluttered, it's confusing, or they honestly just don't have a website at all. Here at OneClick, we can help you with all those issues. So we design websites that have a clean and simple look. They have a clear and effective message about your brand so you can show your customers that you're a reliable, incredible business when they look you up online. Now, if your business doesn't have a website or you're in need of a fresh new look for 2020, we want to help you. Visit OneClickCloudSites.com today and get a website for your business. That's the number one. ClickCloudSites.com and you can take your business to the next level and stand out among your competitors. OneClickCloudSites.com. So when you do invest in your team, why would you say it's important, you know, for your growth and not only for your business, but another business that, you know, they might not be a gym, but they still want to invest in their team. How would you say it's important for growth for a business?
1: Oh, uh, just because they're going to be more bought into what you do, like having your systems. Yeah, you know, they are going to talk about it. They're going to be out in public um speaking about what you do. So knowing that these people are hi- just as hype as you, this, the hardest thing is to find someone that cares about your baby more than you do. So you want to mm-hmm. have them, you know, adapt that, that feeling for that baby. How can you really provide and, and guide them to feel what you feel without actually having to pay the bills? They don't have to pay the bills, but like have them feel like how important it is for this business to grow, you know? And if you want to be here long yeah. term, maybe, I don't know if it's a franchise or if it's someone like, you know, that wants to open little like, you know, um, shops around town and, and if you get the person that below you or someone below you that has that passion, has that fire, and you want to, you know, send them over to a different location to be a manager of that, now they make more money, mm-hmm. now they're growing, now they can speak your speak and, and, and walk your talk, you know, and, and that's what's really important too. So, like, to keep them passionate about what you're doing, and so your passion for it is going to make them be more of a believer in what you're, what you're trying to um, have them do.
0: Because, like you're saying, if they're not passionate about – you know your baby and your business that you put your blood, sweat, and tears into. Then, when you do need to open, let's say that second location, and they aren't on board, it's going to be a flop, right? Yeah, it's
1: going to be flop, and it's going to be it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. It's going to be more work on you. Um, you know, like how can you delegate your work so so you're not so stressed all the time? Find those find those people that are willing to put their work in to help make your job mm-hmm. easier. Uh, so it's, so it's easier for you to delegate them so you can elevate them. Like delegate work to them, you know, and tell them why you're delegating this work. So we want to elevate you mm-hmm. to get you to this level of employment. You know, rather I want you to become a director, rather I want you to become a sales director, I want you to become a director of social media, whatever, you know, departments you have in your company, your business, you want to delegate these, these tasks to them to help them grow in that so they can elevate. And eventually when they do move on, if they do open a second location, whatever story it is, a jewelry shop, whatever it might be, they, they know that they know the systems. They know the system so they can and you know that things can be ran uh properly there because you grew them in the right way.
0: Yeah. So how can you be communicating to your team? How do you guys do that? Because let's say, you know, you you have a conference that you plan to to send your team to. Do you just, all right, guys, we're going to a conference, or do you say, look, guys, I want to invest in you, and this is going to help you grow, and we're going to foot the cost of this, and here is what we're going to do, and we're going to put you up in a hotel, all your food's covered, whatever it is. How do you communicate that to them, or do you just kind of just do it?
1: Uh, So this year, so obviously this is my first year um, of ownership, so I've had some hiccups, um, Mm -hmm. so like I kind of started off too hard. You know, I went to... California like when my third my third month of owning the business and it's just like you know when you see at the end of the year how much money you spent on these conferences like whoa like I did that yeah I didn't give enough guidance on like what is the criteria for you to get there so this this year 2020 um we made a list we made a list of these conferences that they can choose from right and then mm-hmm. um the cost of it rather than the cost of the conference the cost of the hotel room the cost of the meals um you know we put some cost of like just having some like extra curricular activities if you want to go to like if we're going to Orlando, if you want to stop in a Disney, how much that can cost, right? And then the cost to cover your position, you cover, you cover the floor. Like we have to hire somebody or bring somebody in and pay them to cover you since you're not here. What's the average cost of that? So what we did is like gave people a three month or four month window, depending on what conference it is. And they had to get Mm -hmm. these many conversions within that time, right?
0: They bring this much money. Oh, I see. So it's like a win for them. Yeah,
1: yeah. and it's a win for us, too. So it's not like, okay, we're just Mm -hmm. giving that money to them. So if you really want to go, you pick, hey, I want to go to Perform Better in Orlando, which is a fitness conference in Orlando. Like, I want to hit that one. I want to go to that one in June. Now, this is the criteria for you to get to that conference in June. And then, obviously, not all of our coaches can go there. So the first three that hit that that on that number – of conversions or you know that total revenue um those would be the first ones to go to that conference and then that's
0: cool so they have some skin in the game then yeah
1: man because if they don't like they don't they don't take they don't take pride in it they don't they don't they don't mm-hmm. it, it, to them it's just like another another day at work now they have something to work for now like it's, it's not me saying like sign that person up, sign that person up it's just like now they have the they have that you know that reward at the end of saying like i got to go to this place that i want to go to um and it and it brings more people into our doors
0: mm-hmm. so what are some other examples of investing in a team that a business can really implement let's say they're on a budget and you know mm-hmm. they have so much money and they can't you know afford to send 3 to 5 to 10 however many people to a conference mm-hmm. um you know what is some what are some other ways that you found that are great for investing in a team, um, that might not break the bank. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I think having just like, even just like some team gathering, some team camaraderie. So we just did our Mm -hmm. our Christmas party, holiday party. We did went to to like wine design, you know, and, and we had them invite their spouses and, um, you know, a significant other, whoever they had. Um, and we, we, you know, we drank some wine and painted a picture of the, the, um, the clock tower in Corning, you know, and it was just a good time. Mm-hmm. To like, and then with the dinner afterwards, it was something local. We support a local business, and it's another way to just show that you know we want to do more with our team. You know, rather as having yeah. uh, war ceremonies, like if you have something like that, find a, a banquet hall, um, somewhere within town, and have a night out and, and hang out and, and celebrate the success that you're having. Even if you are a small business, there's someone that's doing something more for you. There's someone that's having a, as a smile on their face there's someone that's a, a customer service type person that's, you know, is making people fall in love with your brand. So like award, give those awards to those people and, and make sure that you're acknowledging that. So if you're not acknowledging that, that's when they they don't know, like if you're not telling them a, a good job, you're having, you're doing a great job at that, you know, or give them a high five at work, you know, or even here, a small little bonus, you know, go take your, your mom out to dinner. Here's some, you know, just mm-hmm. so that you care more than just, what they're doing in the workplace, right? Just, you know, try to, try to get, you know, and I, you know, I don't try to get involved in my employees personal life, but I, I know, you know, what they like and what they like to do, who they yes. hang out with. If they, they like to go to the movies. So I'll go, I know one person likes movies a lot. He he likes to go to movies. So I know I'm gonna give him some extra movie tickets just to say, Hey, I'm, yeah. I, I'm grateful for you. You know, enjoy your movie this weekend. I me. you know what I mean? Just something as simple as that to show that you do care. More than just as their as your employer. As your employer.
0: Yeah. That's really cool. Can you share like some steps that we should be taking when it comes to investing in our team? Because you know, I say a lot a lot of people will come on the podcast and come up with some great ideas and sometimes it seems like a lot to bite off for some business owners. So is there some systems or Simple things that you put in place to one, maybe help you remember, like oh, you know, I should be doing maybe one a week. Or what are some steps that we should do as business owners to make sure that we're actually doing this and you know, investing in our team and growing our business?
1: Um, so we do a a, we have a we call it a scorecard. And um, I wonder if I can find the book real quick. A scorecard. Um, and basically what that is is it's like a scoreboard. People want to see what the results are, so. The scorecard mm-hmm. might have the responsibility of one person. So if I have like a person that's in charge of sales, right? Um, you know, how many new members did you get this week? Um, did you contact the leads from the leads? Did we get well, from inquiries? Did we get leads? From the leads, we get signups and we might have them check the numbers of people that they're doing and we and meet with them weekly, like a 15 minute meeting doesn't have to be like an hour meeting, but just so that you're holding them accountable to their scorecard. Um, to like whatever responsibilities you might have in their workplace, and you see that they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're they're getting their things done. So, uh, I, I typically, for like my full time, my, my full time employees, they, they have a, a key responsibility or so we call it a KPI, like a key performance indicator. Um, so, mm-hmm. uh, like we, they have a KPI of their responsibilities that they're supposed to do weekly, monthly, you know, Day by day, or uh, whether it's just some as simple as cleaning the facility, like that's the responsibility. Like this there's, there's, there's facility yeah. can't be dirty, right? So we have that, and then on their scorecard it'll be listed to and they can grade themselves. Whether it's a number system, depending on if they're getting signups, I got three signups today. They write the number three. Now, if they clean the office, check that off. So they're they're grading yeah. their own self within this, and that's how we keep it systemized and consistent and consistent with um each each staff member because um, each person has a scorecard that they got to follow by.
0: That's cool. That's cool. So last thing I kind of want to touch on is, let's say, and I'm not sure how many you guys, uh, how many team members you guys guys Mm. have, but let's say a business has really grown into, you know, a large business, maybe it's a corporation now, and they have, you know, well over 50, maybe 100 employees, and it's, it's tough as a business owner to now personally address every single one or high five every single one or share with each one, you know, you're special. We're happy that you're here. Or obviously you can't send everybody to a a conference or whatever like that. What do you do at that point um, as a business owner to still make sure that you're investing in your team, even though you can't specifically do it yourself as a business owner?
1: That's a, that's a a great question. And it's, um, and it's cool because what's happening right now with us is that I know, and I only got 10 employees, you know, and that's including myself. Mm-hmm. So we have nine employees at our Corning location. And we have a few mm-hmm. part-timers. So I even notice with well, just to the workload, the general work- workload that I have, like it's hard for me to connect one-on-one with each person.
0: Exactly. So, yeah.
1: So like for a big corporation, like Corning Incorporated, for example, they have departments and they have a head department. So there's several bosses throughout Corning Incorporated. Like I deal with people all the time. And they're like, well, I got to talk to my boss about this. And then if I send an email, Like, I wanted to send like a 14 day pass for all courting employees for, for, um, Christmas. And, you know, the feedback was like, you got to talk to their department, their, their department chair, like the head of their department. So they have different departments Mm -hmm. that get overseen. So for some, for example, like me, so like I have a coach on my team. His name's Cam. So what Cam will be doing is, uh, focusing on like three of our part time coaches. Like, so when, when you meet with those, like there's Missy, Megan, uh, well, Missy Megan, like he will focus on them and he'll review the scorecard with them and then he'll report back to me how they're doing. So it takes, it takes away from me having to be that face or to talk to every single person. So now I want to have like this yeah. trickle down effect where I might focus on, you know, Cam, Ryan and Tom because they're my head guys. And then they might yeah. be in charge of a few coaches and them and then whatever responses or anything that's like urgent that I need to know they'll come back to me, but they know they have the power to, um, I'm I'm empowering them to make the decisions when they talk to our part-time or a little less time or or part-time
0: employees. No, I really like that. Jeremy, thank you so much for Mm -hmm. joining me, you know, on the podcast. It is an honor to have you here to close out. Can you just share where we can find out more about you?
1: Um, I'm really big on Instagram. So, uh, Coach underscore peer. So C O A C H underscore P U R E. Um, that's my Instagram tag. And then, um, journey333 underscore Corning is our Instagram page. And then if you follow us on journey fitness Corning on our Facebook page, um, you know, you'll see a lot of good, good material, um, going through there about what we do at our club. You know, um, we love to have fun with it, inspire, or about our customers um and we like to have fun we put that fun and functional fitness so if you never heard about us you know come check us out
0: well jeremy again thank you so much it is an honor to have you on the show and man uh it's just great hearing about like how you can be investing in your team and it's a good reminder for a lot of people i mean even yourself you know you said you have uh 10 employees you know nine nine employees um and it's like even at that point for a business owner uh even with five it's like they're so busy it's tough to connect with everyone in the business so I appreciate you sharing that and really uh you know just teaching us from your heart where you've learned and what you've learned over the five years that you've been involved with you know this branch and uh again just great having thank you on the show and um yeah, wish you thank the best, you.
1: I'll be willing to come back anytime
0: lots of great stuff from Jeremy today I would encourage you to check out uh, Journey Fitness to see if there is one of their gyms near you. Um, I know their franchise has been growing a lot and uh, there's a possibility there's one of their locations uh, near where you live. So take a look for sure. Uh, they do great stuff. Travis and Cindy, who own the franchise, are incredible people. Jeremy, who's bought into it as well and is doing great things in Corning, New York. So be sure to check them out. Now, if you haven't gotten a chance to review the podcast, please do so. Um, I'd love to hear what you guys think about the show, and it helps spread the word. Now, if you want to be among the first to know when a new episode comes out, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, and you'll get any new episodes automatically downloaded to your device, which is pretty cool. Thanks as always for listening to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we believe a website with a clear message never confuses, it beats the competition, and it grows your business.